0: Oh boy, here we go for the Hump Day edition of The Stretch Show. And we're going to do something I've always wanted to do here on The Stretch Show. And as I am on my swan song, riding off into the sunset with doing radio, I'm going to realize I'm going to do it the FO1 on the way. I'm not going to lie. No one told me what to do here. But I always had some sense of uh, honor and integrity to the format and to what worked and didn't work for the 49. And I'll tell you, today, it's all going out the window because I got no Fs to give. I have been into this story. I have chomped onto this story. I am like a pit bull on a bone. And I'm going to talk UFOs the entire show. I will make one exception that will then replay later in the show as I will get to Moto. I will respect the Moto because Big 49 is your home of Moto Rock Extreme. And today is a great day for Moto because we will talk to Mr. Hayden Deegan, a.k.a. the Danger Boy of the Star Racing Yamaha crew, right after that 1-1 impressive-ass win at Washugal. We talked to him. I will run that back for you coming up next. And then I'm going to just bang out the UFOs. I'm going to beat that horse till it's dead, and then I'm going to beat it some more and then get on it and ride it. That's what I'm going to do. We are going to go all UFO talk. There's been so much. Uh, yesterday, by the way, I didn't do a show because... I had to do real job stuff. It took me very late into the evening, so there was no stretch show. Yesterday was the best stuff. So I'm back today, and I was like, you know what I ought to do? I ought to talk about UFOs, because I was looking for shows, and I'm like, wow, here's a UFO story I can talk about. Well, here's another one. Here's another one. And the next thing I know, I got enough to where I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and try to dedicate the whole show to UFOs outside of Moto Talk. So we are going to start knocking them down and spitting them out and really... Just about every single bit of this is a spin off from those congressional hearings last week that people are very, very interested in. And uh, I was, uh, Moto and I yesterday had a conversation, even though I did not do the show, I do uh, talk to Moto Man. And we were talking about that guy that came out, uh, Dr. Fitzpatrick, who is the guy that runs the Aero program out of the Pentagon, who was the boss of Grush, the whistleblower he came out swinging finally, he kept his cool for a couple days and then came out well that's one of the stories, in fact we'll do that one first, uh, it's it's an update on that, so this dude came out and just blasted and I'm like wow, this guy works for the Pentagon and he is attacking the credibility almost looking at Grush as the audacity of you to come forward and say these things and he is butt hurt and now there's repercussions from that and I feel it's it's worth talking about. Also, speaking of UFOs, I want to get into, remember Old Man TV was last night and I watched not only the season finale of The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, I also watched the season finale of Beyond Skinwalker Ranch and they are spectacular. I will even say as far as season finales go, the Uh, Beyond Skinwalker Ranch finale was better than the Skinwalker Ranch finale even though I am a fanboy of both shows Me with those UFO shows and the ghost shows are like Moto Man and Jason beating off to a Honda like that That's my thing like I'm really into that and We're gonna get into all of this. I I have discussed There is a possibility. I'm gonna do it. Uh, It may be here in the 49. I'm, I'm gonna leave it up to Moto It's not my call anymore as I walk away But I am going to do some form of a UFO report as this, I think this is just too important to not do. And that is why I'm going to pound it like a dead horse today. And I'm going to give you just different spins and different angles, all things coming out of those hearings last week. And we're going to go, 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 go. And I think this is going to continue for a while. And I am going to um, maybe do a report once a week or twice a week of everything going on in UFO World because I have a feeling there will be more and more and more developments just as we go on. And then it'll die and then we'll stop the report or whatever. But I've got a few things I am going to do. I am going to work on. If you give an F about the stretch out read, you can still uh, uh, check it out. I'll be doing that. And right now I am going to uh, break out, play some rock and roll, come back with young Danger Boy Deegan. And then we'll get into that story about the backlash from uh, Dr. Fitzpatrick lashing out at Grouche as they tried to clearly character assassinate that guy kind of over the weekend after the hearings had settled a couple days. Do that. Coming up on the 4-9 big 49 it is stretch show and right now we are sitting down with the danger boy Mr. Hayden Deegan who just turned in the first 1-1 of the season in the 250 class and what a performance that was Hayden a really really great ride out there Uh, Yeah, you put down, it was two statement rides, and you've you've been off uh, the last couple of weeks as in off the podium, and we're used to seeing you up on the box, and that was after getting the red plate, so how good did it feel to get that 1-1 and just send that message to everybody in the 250 class today?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's go 1-1. feels good. Uh, It's nice, though, being a rookie, no pressure on you. You just (laughs) go have fun every weekend, and uh, that's kind of paying off, so yeah, we had fun, got some good starts. Second moto wasn't the greatest start. Top five still though, so I knew I could do some work, and uh, yeah, we got to the lead, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. All
0: right, let's talk about that second moto where you turned in a 215. Not only the fastest lap of the day for you, the fastest lap of the day for anybody in any moto in any class. You put down an absolute heater, and it was really uh, late in that race. It allowed you to really cement the victory. You were, you know, getting out uh, front, or actually at that point, you were still running down Cooper, and then you put in that lap time that no one's seen a speed like that. Did you know how fast you were going, or were you just feeling yourself and just riding really hard trying to make up that little bit of lost ground?
1: Yeah, when I was catching the guys, I knew I had a good pace, and I was like, I mean, shoot, I have the speed. It's might as well try to break these guys right now so uh, (laughs) i just sent it hard you know got to the lead and uh, yeah, laid down those fast times. All right, let's
0: talk about that 1-1 today being the first one of the season for the 250s. Do you feel like that is a statement that is like sending a message to everybody else? Because last week, when Hunter turned into 1-2, which was pretty rare air in that 250 class this year, it was a big deal. Then you go 1-1, so uh, how big was that for you today?
1: I mean, yeah, uh, going 1-1, you gotta overcome pressure, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, I was able to do that and ride smooth the whole race and that's a big key to win so uh, I mean, definitely going 1-1 was good. All
0: right. And then when you get the second overall win, you surpass your pops' all-time career win. Uh, a lot of people are going, oh, man, here comes the freaking ghost riding the whip off the finish line. Uh, how come we
1: didn't see that today? Oh, no, I'm saving that one for Supergross. we gotta, we got to <laughs> nice. manifest on that one and wait okay. till we get a Supergross win. But, okay. uh, I mean, hopefully that comes soon in Supergross season. So. <laughs> okay. But... Uh, yeah, when it comes time, we'll decide that in Supercross. Yeah. All right.
0: I uh, can't wait to see that happen. I got a feeling we got a win coming uh, this coming Supercross season. It's going to be fun to watch out for. But let's go back to this. You're a rookie. One thing that rookies usually face as they get into the pros, especially in the outdoor season, is these long-ass motos, and they've never raced anything like that in their amateur career. Yet here you are not only excelling with the long motos, then you have that 215 in you, at the end, when no one else has any gas left in the tank, you were able to turn it on. How did that happen today? Well, like, what's going on with you as a rookie?
1: Uh yeah, I got that kid energy, you know. Two thirty fives. Yeah. Since you uh, spent some time recovering, and two thirty fives are you know easy to me now. So at okay. the end of that thirty five, I was like, I mean, I got energy. Why not? Let's lay down some heaters. <laughs> so uh, we did that and. Uh, yeah, it's just really trying to, you know, show that I can lay down those fast laps. All
0: right, and then when you really put the heater down, was that a lot of because Hunter was behind you and you know Hunter is coming because that dude can eat his way through the pack, so was that part of that motivation there, or were you just, you know, feeling it today and finding another level?
1: Yeah, I mean, on the start, Hunter was right behind me. He's about yeah. fifth, and uh, he was right there with me, so I was like, I got to get going. And uh, I took a little bit of laps, you know, just... Finding lines, and then about halfway, and I really set off, and uh, yeah. yeah, just try to you know prove my point and lay down those fast laps. All right, and let's talk about
0: your fitness. I know Yamaha's got Swanee as your trainer. Uh, how much of this is credited to uh, the workout regime and being absolutely physically dialed in? And how much of this is just you being a, a just younger than everybody else and just just having more energy like you're saying?
1: Yeah, Swanee's uh, an awesome trainer. It's proven yeah. that his stuff works with uh, the championship stars one. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, there could be extra stuff, you know, that I do. Uh, okay. I keep that one to myself. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you just got to work hard. And uh, this sport... It's uh, rare to find some guys that never want to give up, and I feel like I have that in me, so that's right. kind of what I feed off.
0: All right, and, and here's uh, another thing on this. So you you managed to you know dig and fight and get through these 35-minute motos like no big deal, but another thing you're facing now, especially where we're past the halfway point, is this is a long-ass season. And it's consistent. It's every weekend you're racing outside of here the next couple of weeks, we'll be off for, for the first real break of the entire year for you guys. But is it, you know, has there been a point where you're like, damn, I am feeling it. Like, this is wearing me down. I need a break. Have you hit that wall at all this season?
1: Yeah, rookie season, you got to learn this type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, after Southwick was my, my first, like, yo, like, uh, i gotta t- <laughs> I got to spend a lot more time recovering, so yeah. – um, that's uh, what we did these last two weeks to just keep building myself back up and yeah, this week we really able to fire off.
0: Alright, and here you are going into a two week break now but just last year you were racing at Loretta Lynn's. That's coming up here in the next week or so. Are you heading out there to watch anybody or is Yamaha got you going out there to do any Official duties, like what's going to happen uh, with you and the Redlands, if anything, or, or period, what's going to happen with you for the next couple of weeks?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what they want me to do, but I mean, yeah. just get back to work. It's close now, and uh, yeah, the nerves are running, so we got to go. All
0: right, well, can't wait to see what's going to happen when we get back to racing here in a couple of weeks at Unadilla. It has been absolutely fun. What a great job today! Congratulations maximum effort maximum reward today and you absolutely kicked ass out there so uh congratulations to you and the star racing yamaha crew i am stretch this is the big 49 with danger boy deegan on your home of moto rock extreme big big big. big, the big 49 moto minute brought to you by lbz This entire stretch show today is dedicated to UFO talk. Let's talk about something seen far less than UFOs in the world. That is a Triumph dirt bike. Ricky Carmichael did it again on social media this week. It's another teaser video. He's walking into like a Triumph dealer or factory. He's got a bag with riding gear and he's getting in there and he's talking about how excited he is to go ride all over the country on his Triumph. And you're like, oh cool, here it is. The dirt bike is coming. Well, guess what? Apparently Ricky's gonna go ride with some other dudes across the country on a Triumph Enduro street bike. And guess who doesn't care? I don't care, I wanna see the GOAT on a freaking dirt bike, not on a street bike, talking about dirt bikes. Somebody get Wee Man on the phone because I need a little person to kick his ass for me because I can't fight a dwarf. I'm Stretch, another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big Nine. it is a Stretch Show here on a hump day and we're gonna do something fun today. I'm gonna do something I wanna do just cause I feel like doing it cause I got no Fs to give and that is I'm gonna talk Looks like I'm going to talk UFOs the entire show. We are, Danger Boy Deegan interview is out of the way. It will rerun at the end of the show before I wrap it up. And right now I'm going to get into uh, one of the many stories I have today, which are all fallout or just dominoes falling from the House committee hearings last week that were absolutely riveting to me. And now I think I see the first person who is gonna be the first casualty of this most recent push into uh, UFOs of the public's interest. We we know this for a fact. We know there's a lot of evidence beyond circumstantial and beyond hearsay that the government knows more about the UFO phenomenon than they're letting on, right? We don't know for sure if they do have alien craft or not, but. At this point, I think no one would be surprised by that. And the public is demanding to know, Congress is demanding to know, and people are sick and tired of being bullied by the government. The government works for us. We pay for the government. I get there are things for national security you gotta keep a secret, but they've used that cloak for far too long to hide crap that isn't... What is it just acknowledging the existence of beings that are not human What is classified about that? What is classified? I understand the technology would be because if we had a spaceship that could do the things that those things could do that we see in the videos, you could go dominate the globe. You could fly over to China and just whoop ass or Russia or wherever you wanted to. You would definitely have a military edge over any adversary if you had that technology. That I understand could be classified. I understand that. I don't understand the acknowledgement of aliens or alien craft i I do not so we had the hearings last week the everything seemed fine and then you know people were fired up about it a lot of chatter mainstream media was getting on it and i'm talking the people that never talk about it the media that's in the bag for the left they were talking about it like everyone was having some serious conversation about the topic and that's what is most important to me and really the motivation of me doing this show today is to keep this conversation legit and god i hate i go i'm on instagram all the time because right now i run the big 49 instagram account and you should follow it by the way and I I got, I see fake UFO videos every, every time. What somebody does is now they'll film a fighter jet. A lot of areas have fighter jets fly overhead. And they'll film it. And then they'll do a reaction like, Oh my God, are you seeing this? And then they'll edit in God bad UFOs. And it's so horrible. And it's so counterproductive. And they're just trying to do it for clicks. And then they would go, oh, I fake that. Uh. But it's obviously fake. And that's the problem everything we look at now we think is fake and that's part of muddying the waters that's part of the mission to discredit the legitimate conversation of there being extraterrestrial life or interdimensional life that is different than regular humans and is their technology superior where do they actually come from there's a lot of questions that are not going to be answered because of this well after the hearings and and that all became i'd like to say very mainstream for the first time ever that those conversations were okay to have. And then the guy that runs the Arrow program, the guy that was Grouch's boss, came forward and just demolished Grouch, saying how offensive it was that he would say these things and how they are truth seekers and they are here and there is no evidence whatsoever of any of this stuff. And he really ripped Grouch to shreds, tries to, and that's old, military playbook. They try to discredit and witness, you're crazy, you're a sensationalizer, you're lying for whatever reason, you have a drug problem, you're this or that, you never worked for us. It, it, there's these go-to plays, and that seemed to be what they're doing, especially since Dr. Kirkpatrick still runs the Aero program out of the Pentagon. Well, check out this headline today. Biden administration distances itself from Pentagon official who bashed the UFO hearings. Uh Uh-oh. So as he came out and started ripping the committee, he even ripped the Congress, saying that they had information that he was never given, and he blames Grush for that, that Grush gave the Congress information he never gave to his boss, according to the, the boss there. So that brought on this response from the Department of Defense, Susan Goh, who said in an email straight to uh, Fox News, she said, we will not comment directly on the contents of the post by Dr. Kirkpatrick. And she says, I can't get into the specifics and uh, the specifics in an open form, but, uh, and she goes into basically those were his opinion. That was his opinion. That was in no way, shape or form the Department of Defense's opinion on those hearings. So they're trying to be like they're cooperating and they're transparent and their main dude comes forward and bashes the crap out of it and issues a how dare you even say we're not doing our jobs correctly and literally shredded everyone and they are walking it back over the Department of Defense right now and they are saying this is uh, Fitzpatrick's beliefs. Saying, on behalf of the Department of Defense, we can't emphasize enough, Kirkpatrick was speaking as a private citizen, and the Department of Defense has no information that any individual has ever been harmed or killed as a result of providing information to Arrow. And they're just trying to say, no, no, that, that the Department of Defense is trying to cover, that's the big one. When Grush said, yeah, I know someone's been murdered, I can tell you who, I can tell you who to talk to, and I have a uh, how they were murdered and blah 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 and we've known that forever we've known this since roswell the government has been out there intimidating witnesses but the fact that the, that the biden administration that the white house and department of defense are separating themselves from this dude that runs arrow makes me think you're going to see a resignation very soon from kirk Patrick or he's going to go on vacation with hillary clinton and never come back is what i think is going to happen they're going to be like hey hillary It's Biden. Uh, I need a favor. Could you take Kirkpatrick on a vacation? Wink, wink. i will be done. That'll be the end of it. Because they are not happy this guy blew his lid like he did. And they're like, it was his opinion. It was his personal views. Blah, blah, blah. All right, coming up next, I'm going to get into... You know what? Up next, let's talk about my old man uh, UFO TV shows that were on last night on the History Channel because that's what old guys watch. And we'll talk about uh, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch and Beyond Skinwalker Ranch. And we'll do that next here. On a 4-9. Big 4-9. It is a stretch show. Continuing my UFO talk for today. That is what we're going to do. Oh, man. I'm sweating my balls off right now as I record this show. It's weird being off for a day. and Like I did a show and then I was off a day. Now I'm back. Got the Wednesday show, the Thursday show, and the Friday show. And we're done with the week. And then there's only three more weeks of the stretch show. But last night was the season finale of both... Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch, and it was also the season finale of Beyond Skinwalker Ranch. That's really the one I want to talk about. But let's get into, uh, first off, the Skinwalker Ranch finale. They always kind of have a recap episode, and they go sit in a big conference room, and this is what we saw, and this, and this, and this, and then they go over any evidence they've collected, which is all fascinating to me. I really like the scientific approach to it and they've done some good stuff. But now what they've done this year is they have brought up a show called Beyond Skinwalker Ranch. And we are now finding out that the things that happened on Skinwalker Ranch that seemed so anomalous and weird, so anomalous and weird in fact, that the federal government paid millions and millions of millions of dollars to run a research project there for almost 20 years under a guy named a billionaire named Robert Bigelow that owned, that he bought the ranch because of all the UFO and crazy activity there and then got like a this grant from the government to study it there. And so the government studied and never came up with answers because it's so freakish and sporadic. What I like what they do on the show Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch, they seem to have developed a really good way of provoking certain things and they also seem to have found a couple things in the ground underground that are weird and shouldn't be there and I have a feeling they're going to try to dig those up and that'll be really good seasons to come of that show. Remember I, I love Oak Island where they just dig for treasure they're never going to find. I love that show too but man this shows the UFOs and digging in the ground and shooting rockets in the air and flying helicopters just cool. I love it. So that was last night. They wrapped it up, and they had some compelling, they got some good video. They have all these instruments where they record as they're trying to provoke something to happen. They'll end up catching what are basically UFOs in the sky around them, and then they'll have them on infrared camera. They'll have them on different camera lenses with different filters on them so you can see them better, and it's interesting, and and they've got a lot of stuff that's clearly not airplanes flying around there. And that, that was cool. But the one I really was into was last night beyond uh, Skinwalker Ranch. They typically go out and find the similar phenomenon, si- similar situations of where there's a 1.6 megahertz signal that seems to be how they communicate from Earth to space and space to Earth. And they keep finding that signal on certain places out in the middle of nowhere And there's always a lot of military activity out around these places, and there's a lot of UFO activity out around these places. Well, last night's the first night. They didn't go to one of those places. There's a dude. And what's weird is, remember, I'm a weirdo and a UFO buff and a paranormal buff. And I follow this guy on Instagram, and he is interesting. I heard about him on Coast to Coast when I was working overnights, and I'd listen to that and his name is Chris Bloodsoe. He wrote a book called UFO of God. He claims to be an abductee that was abducted I believe in South Carolina 16 years ago and it absolutely destroyed his life. One of those things where everybody in town made fun of him and they'd bully his kids at school. Your daddy saw the UFOs and they would just harass him and like everything went to crap on this guy. And then all of a sudden, He started realizing they were still around him all the time. He sees UFOs all the time. And now he's gotten to the point where he has a gift. He's one of those people that can telepathically communicate with whatever these things are, and they will come to him. And this guy's very, very interesting. I follow him on Instagram, and when I say UFO, it's an unidentified flying object, but they clearly are not spaceships. They are orbs. Whatever he does, they're way up in the sky and you just see these big, round, glowing lights just cutting across. And a lot of people are like, oh, those are satellites or they are whatever. But uh, he's fascinating to me. This guy also talks about how ever since that abduction happened to him 16 years ago, like wildlife and in particular birds aren't afraid of him and they come to him. Like he'll walk out his door. They'll show pictures of him. He'll walk out his door and they'll be like, I'm not kidding. There's a picture of like 500 wild ducks that just landed and sat outside his house. And then when he walked out of his house, they follow him around. They walk around behind him like he's the leader of the ducklings. It's really weird crap. And so last night they got that guy. And what they do, like these shows are very scientific. And they wanted, like, sure, maybe he has some way to create these orbs or has somebody shooting them out from somewhere. So they go, well, we want to do it different. We want to go up. You know, 40 miles away to a place you've never been and we want to try to have you summon these things and he's like okay guy's the most laid back dude ever and he does and what's crazy about it is he'll say there's going to be one right here and within like 5 seconds or 5 minutes one of those damn orbs will appear right where he's been pointing so he knows they're coming before they come and he's communicating telepathically with whatever this is and it's fascinating so then for the next scientific experiment, they bring him in and they put basically like a, a cap on him that measures his brain waves. So and they want to see what's going on in his brain when he communicates. And I think the doctor that was running that experiment that they brought in was absolutely floored because apparently he said, this guy in a split seconds notice can go into the deepest meditative state he said more so than like a yogi guru, and he could do it instantly. And at that moment, his brain is then communicate is doing different things on the left and the right. So usually your brain does fires off same time on both sides. No, th- these are doing different things. And the guy's like, I, I I haven't seen this. I don't know what's going on here. And sure enough, when that was happening, the guy would then be pointing to where one's gonna appear, and then one would appear right where he was pointing it was really good but this guy if you're into ufos at all he's this real mild-mannered cool southern dude out of carolina was abducted and now has this weird gift he doesn't really communicate with them. they don't really tell him do this or do that but he can call them in and they will come and he did it on the show and they must have saw 10 or 11 of them with him uh, as they were filming them and then even with the skull cap on they would still come and then in a different place they would come because he posts videos sitting on his back porch literally just about every night of them. And he believes they are uh, sent from God. He believes now they're a wonderful thing, they are his friends, and he has this loving feeling and he is not afraid of them at all even though on the night he first saw two of them, they were giant like fireballs and he disappeared for hours and no one could find him. And then he came back, and when he came back, he wasn't afraid of him anymore and can now communicate with these things. And it's really cool. But check him out. His name is Chris Bloodso. I follow him on Instagram. I've heard him on uh, radio interviews. He was really great on Beyond Skinwalker Ranch last night. And he is definitely worth uh, checking out, this guy, if you're into that phenomenon at all. He's an interesting guy, and he has a book called A uh, UFO of God. And he claims it is a tied into. uh into uh, God, the creator. So very, very cool. Loved those shows last night. Great wrap up on those. All right, now let's get into more UFO talk. When we come back, I am going to tell you about, I know, the next group I'm pissed off at. That is Academia Scholars. And they now are coming out and talking about the hearings last week. And I'm going to punch one of these nerds in the face. It's the big 4-9. The man urged. Gamement report! All right, this one's a bummer. Paul Rubens, AKA Mr. Pee-wee Herman, has passed away after a six-year battle with cancer, and really very few people knew he was having a battle with cancer. He did write an apology letter to his fans telling them he's sorry he didn't tell them about it, and he uh, passed away with just very few people knowing about it. If there is a Pussycat Theater in heaven, I will see you when I get there, my man. And I'm very proud to say that I don't know one single Taylor Swift song. I know she's a country artist turned pop artist, and young people seem to really, really love her. And I gotta tell you, I kinda love her too after this story. Apparently she's having a very, very successful tour, and I'm talking about tickets being up to $1,900 a seat to go see her in some venues. She's making so much money, that this week she decided to gift all of the truck drivers on her tour. That's the dudes that drive her gear and her staging and all that stuff from city to city to city. She gave each one of those dudes a $100,000 bonus this week. That's a cool kid. I like that. All right, attention Iowa State. You have a dumbass for a quarterback who could be a former quarterback very soon. Hunter Deckers, the Iowa State quarterback, is now being accused of betting on multiple school sporting events, including a 2021 football game, and now is in jeopardy of losing his NCAA eligibility. The good news, though, is when they played that game, he bet on his team to win, even though he was the backup quarterback at the time, but that's not gonna help him. You can't gamble on football when you're an effing football player, you moron the man Man entertainment with stretch big 49 it is a stretch show I I have a idea of what my future might be and maybe me just randomly beating up douchebags and filming it for YouTube I'm pretty sure I'll get sued and go to jail soon but it'll be a very uh, successful YouTube channel in the meantime and on the top of that list right now would be scholars academia all these educational, arrogant son-of-a-bitches that have been poo-pooing UFOs along with the government just falling right in line, toe in the line. Remember, academia, the media, and the current setup of the United States government all go hand in hand and hand and one hand feeds the other hand while the other hand's giving the other one a hand job. Well, scholars who have boshed and boshed and been like, There's no technology. The the closest planet is 10 million light years away. So even if we could establish a way to maintain light speed, we still couldn't get to those planets for 10 million years. So there's no such thing as UFOs. It's Uranus. You're looking into the sky, and you're seeing Uranus, or uh, uh, your mom, and that's what you're seeing. Basically, if you're seeing a UFO, you really want to have sex with your mother. That's what Freud said. And, uh that's what it is so there's no such thing as ufos it's swamp gas and 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 we've heard this and we've heard this since the 1940s and it's bullshit and i'm sick of it and so this article that i'm looking at now they go into hey let's go talk to the scholars and academia and see what they say about those sensational claims that were put forth before congress in a sworn statement meaning if they are not true or if these people are lying they will go to jail. They will be punished for lying. It's perjury, and you will go to jail for lying to Congress. That's why when they called all those baseball players up there, they all stood there like sniveling little bitches and cried and said, I did steroids! Because <laughs> they knew if they proved they'd had, and they had a document that had that they were getting shipped to steroids, they were going to jail for lying to Congress. So they all came clean. Mark McGuire, I'm looking at you, you big ginger bitch. So... Here's what they're saying. They're like, if aliens exist, even though we know they don't, show us the spaceship. And here's my huge problem with that. I'd love to see a spaceship, but I also do understand, like I said earlier in the show, if there's a spaceship, there's a high probability that's classified because they don't want the Chinese or the Russians to see it or for them to better reverse engineer something and come over here and kick our ass with the thing we stole from the aliens. I understand that a thousand percent, and I am kind of okay with it. I wish they would be a little more transparent, but I do understand the secrecy involving technology. I understand it wholeheartedly. But these smug sons of bitches have told us since the 1940s it's impossible, yet at the same time, just to cut their losses, they'll all turn around and say, well, I mean, it's obvious We're not the only life in the universe. There's billions of stars out there. Mathematically, it would be physically impossible to assume that there's no other life. And they would backpedal. And that's exactly what they would do. And the day you show them a a spacecraft, they'd be like, well, of course, this can go 10 million light years in a two-week window because... Well, look at what it has. The propulsion system is anti-gravitational and uh, they have a higher technology and they will backpedal, backpedal like they knew this was possible all along. So for them to sit there and say, show us the spaceship is the biggest cop-out ever. It's like an atheist going, show me God. Really? You don't see God all around you? You know? There's nothing at all. This was all just a massive pro you know math problem that worked out to the odds of you winning uh, last night's billion dollar thing were were a billion times more likely than all of those things adding up to have life on this planet like we have it today and then if like Jesus came flying out of the sky they'd be like well look at the bible the bible is basically a a history book that's been handed down for thousands of years of people telling these stories and it's the written testimony of people and that would hold up in court if you had that many people testifying to one thing you could go to court and the courts would believe that and so the same people would then backpedal and you'd be like f you you can't have it both ways you're in or you're out you need some faith in some situation and the situation right now is There's some crap out there flying around the sky that we don't know what the hell it is. And you saying show me the spaceship isn't going to work. You're the smart guy. You should have been the dumbass that figured this crap out how it could have gotten done. Theoretical. That's one thing they're doing on my alien show on uh, Beyond Skinwalker Ranch. They literally think They have a wormhole on that property, and that's where everything is coming from. They've got these instruments that have documented something that looks like two funnels butted together, and at that point, they see UAPs come out of nowhere, fly into the mountain, fly straight out of the side of the rock mountain. It's it's a theory. I like a theory. I like smart guys trying to use their brains to solve the problem rather than saying, show me. Show me the spaceship. There's no spaceship. You don't have a spaceship. No spaceship, no UFOs, no aliens. No, 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 because then we're going to show you one, and you're going to be like, that's just highly advanced uh, United States technology, and uh, we've had that for years and years. It's been around for 30 years, just like the U-2 spy plane. No one thought it was even real, and they'd report UFOs, but it was really just an advanced spy plane that we had already had for 20 years before anyone knew about it. Yeah, suck a big fat bowl of these nuts, you academia scholar, idiot, retard mofos. I apologize to you retarded people. Because I don't want to dare classify you in a, in a category with scholars in academia because you are far better human beings than those people are. And a joy to be around. So there you go. That is uh, my rant on that topic. I got another UFO topic for you because I'm not going to stop today. I'm ripping into the bone. Up next, another organization I absolutely loathe. And all of a sudden they're, oh, let's be transparent. Let's come on and talk about it. I got a middle finger for you, NASA. And we're coming with that next. It's the big four nine. Big, big, big. The big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. Shout out to the friend of the big 49, Carson Brown, on his wedding over the weekend, to his now wife, Claire. The wedding was held at the Kelly Farm and it featured everything you would expect from a badass moto dude like Carson, complete with bridesmaids and groomsmen riding down the aisle on a dirt bike. It was a full moto show. Shout out to the now happy Mr. and Mrs. Brown. Congratulations from the big 49. I'm Stretch, another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. I got a big schlong for NASA to stick right in their mouth and bob up and down on it. That is the next victim in the Stretch show today as we go after everyone obstructing and lying and being bold faced sea suckers to the American public and the world and NASA has been one of the dirtiest, biggest cover up mofos on the planet. They have been in cahoots with the government since day one of this entire situation and they can suck it. And now people are like, this came up in the, one of the congressmen asked a question of, wait a minute, we're the United States. We have the most sophisticated things in the sky flying around the earth of any, country in the world why don't we use that very very sophisticated technology to monitor for UFOs makes sense why don't we use that very sophisticated spy satellites we have that are just cameras to photograph them to which they said oh we've done that they just won't release the photos they could call them classified and then they deny that they exist We've heard of UFOs from the Apollo moon landings. We've heard UFO stories. They've been out there forever and ever, and NASA has always been like, ha, 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 foo-fooey, it was swamp gas on the moon. You people are silly. Oh, there's no such thing as UFOs. Yeah, eat a bowl of dicks, NASA. Now, with all of the hubbubaloo around the hearings, NASA is coming out because somewhere there was a reporter. There was a big... Uh, Aeronautics and Space Administration meeting in Argentina last week. And the administrator, the head dude at NASA, Bill Nelson, got a microphone put in his face and they're like, hey, weren't you guys gonna do a UFO report? Weren't you guys gonna, and remember the big deal was, NASA was gonna spend $100,000 to investigate UFOs. No, no, that's not even a the the enough to cover the cost of a hair on the ass of one of these real projects they've been doing with the reverse engineered technology. So we need a little more than that, NASA. And we know your report is gonna be a big steaming pile of wet blanket toss crap. And uh, Nelson comes out and says, you know, I decided as the head of NASA that since there are so many suspicions about aliens that I would appoint a committee of very distinguished scientists and uh, the committee is deliberating right now as we speak and next month they'll make their UFO report public. Now I can tell you in the meantime that we uh, are considering using our scientific sensors in space to try to determine this phenomenon. Oh really, you're just now considering that? Never crossed your mind before? You haven't been doing that since probably the 1950s and 60s since you got crap up there? Because that's the truth and you're not being truthful. You're disingenuous, cover up bastards and you should be defunded and we should take every dime you assholes get and we should give it to private. We should give it to SpaceX. We should give it to a fricking Amazon boy and his dick-shaped rockets. We should give it to anyone but you lying assholes that have been hiding crap and the real deal from the American people when you've been funded by the American taxpayer dollar the entire time. F you, go to hell. Go to hell, NASA. That's what I say to you. They say their UFO panel includes 16 scientists and other space experts like retired astronaut Scott Kelly. And there are many astronauts that have addressing UFOs. And if you ever are a nerd and would listen to the tapes because you could hear the spacecraft communicating with NASA, there's public channels. They've said it before and then you'll hear them say, "Uh, go to channel whatever, which is a private channel that only they can hear. There's tons of documentation of this. They have known there's UFOs <laughs> up and out of space, all around spacecraft for years and years and years and years. And for this asshole to act like it, it, they have never even heard of this before and it, it's silly and that now they're thinking about using their instruments to look for them is a complete farce, a complete farce. So they have all this and they're like, yeah, so far there's not much news We haven't observed any credible evidence of alien encounters and pilots often misdiagnose normal airborne objects. For instance, one guy saw a Bart Simpson balloon and thought it was a craft from another world. Really? So those astronauts that are up there, those highly trained astronauts that have reported seeing UFOs, those were Bart Simpson balloons in outer space? Eat a bag of these nuts. You're lying assholes. Yeah. And then they're saying that there's run-ins with other government agencies and they've investigated all of them and they've collected stuff from all of Earth's Earth's atmospheres and everything's explainable and there's nothing to see here. Move along. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, Pentagon, please don't cut our budget. Yeah. So there's a guy that's on the NASA UFO panel and he talked to the BBC and he said he hopes that citizen science can come into play to help pin down the origin of the few UFO encounters they can't explain, But they would like the help of the of the people. Most of them they can explain. It's all swamp gas. Oh. Say so we get three to four billion cell phones distributed around the planet. Uh, they take good pictures and can record the local time, the GPS position, blah, 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 blah. And they're going on and on and on. But anyway, the uh, 16 scientists are set to release their report coming in the next month or so. I have another insane statistic. I'm going to tell you that you're going to be like, well, Stretch, that that can't be true. And sadly, it's very true. Imagine, who's in charge of investigating UFOs? Arrow, the government's very proud of that. All right, I'm going to tell you something about Arrow coming up that probably won't surprise you because it really didn't surprise me. We're trying to get to the bottom of this. It's a thing that could threaten our entire country's security. National security priority one. We got something up there. We don't know what it is that can outperform our most advanced aircraft. I know. We'll have this group investigate it. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that group that you probably didn't know about, and we'll do that next. It's the Big four nine. Big 4-9. Big 4-9. It is a stretch show on a hump day. Happy UFO hump day. Side so just to blitz it out there, I found so many UFO stories. I'm like, I can do an entire show on those fallout or repercussions and updates of everything that's really stirred the pot. The hearings last week with Congress really, really stirred the pot. But here's one that just shows you. It shows you I'm spot on, as are most people when they assume that the government is in on this cover-up, when they assume that the government puts together committees and reports and things like that, and they'll spend, you know, millions of our dollars to do it, that it's like me sitting down with Moto Man. And Moto Man and I decide at the Big 49 board meeting that, all right, we're going to do a study on uh, chicks with hairy bushes and our outcome is gonna be that they're better in bed than not. And then we start our research. That's what the government's been doing with UFOs. All right, we're gonna have a committee together to explain away all of these UFO sightings and all of this stuff. That's They work backwards. They come up with their conclusion and then they work backwards to prove their conclusion, which is really easy when it's all Venus and swamp gas and Uranus in your mouth. So what do you think of this? We all know that Arrow, which they've claimed, which remember they didn't claim for a long time that they were even investigating UFOs, then people found out about Arrow. First it was A-Tip, which was ran by uh, Luis Elizondo, who then left and became a whistleblower, and then they started Arrow, and now Fitzpatrick runs that, and he has been Mr. Get in front of the camera and laugh about aliens and UFOs and extraterrestrial stuff and how there's absolutely zero proof of any of that and most of the sightings can be explained, but there are a few. They don't know what they are, which doesn't mean they're aliens. And he has been Mr. Explain it away. So eat a bag of dicks, Mr. Fitzpatrick. And you and your indignant BS where you're all offended at this hearing is just exactly that. It is absolute horse crap. Here is how I want to prove that point. So you are the authority in... America and probably the world in openly and honestly and transparently investigating UFOs so I saw a UFO I told you guys back in a year and a half ago or so and you know what I want to do I was deeply disturbed I saw it because I didn't want to see it because I don't want to be the UFO guy I'm a ghost I saw a ghost I lived in a house with a ghost I'm Mr. Ghost I don't want to be UFO and ghost guy that's not my thing so I was like, I'm going to report it and see if they get back to me and tell me somebody else saw the same thing and gave me an explanation. Couldn't report it. You can't report it. There's nowhere to report it. I ended up going to MUFON, which are a bunch of UFO buffs, and I firmly believe they're in cahoots with the feds as well because the explana- they gave me an explanation, which means there was something there, which I wasn't crazy, but I don't like the explanation they gave and I don't think it was real because they told me it was a stealth fighter flying overhead. And my problem was this thing was low, made no noise whatsoever. A stealth fighter is still a jet, whatever. I'm going to let that go. And they also didn't explain the three circles on the bottom that looked like basically giant wolfers. And then a very short time later, I saw what is believed to be leaked footage of a reverse engineered craft and it looked exactly like what I saw exactly like what i saw I even had the three circle giant wolfers on the bottom yeah so f you move on, but that was the only place i could report it to which brings me to well what about arrow arrow has no phone number arrow has no tip line arrow has no email arrow has no way to contact them the head investigative authority in the United States of America is so ready to investigate UFO claims that they have no way to be contacted by members of the general public. You cannot reach out to Dr. Fitzpatrick. You cannot reach out to that program. You cannot say, hey, uh, I'm in Las Vegas right now and there's 10 foot aliens standing in my backyard after I saw a fireball. Could you send somebody over here? No, you gotta call 911 and then the cops come and laugh at you. True stuff, I'm not making this up, look it up. Now we will see how quick that changes because we all know with the attack they went on after Gruj trying to discredit him, that they're going to try and look way more official and thorough than they have been because they haven't been doing a good job of masquerading the fact that they're masquerading as people that pretend to investigate UFOs. When I told you they sat down and said UFOs are not real, Let's explain it away. And that's how they've dealt with these since the 1940s. And it's a load of crap. So eat a big bowl of these. I got more UFO talks coming up. I'm not stopping till the panties dropping. I'm talking alien panties. I'm going to get Moto Man laid by a green alien. Look at me. Now I'm discrediting and mocking my own thing I'm talking about. Shame on you, Stretch. step eight four nine big four Big, big, big. Dub. Big 49 Moto Minute, brought to you by LBZ. Yesterday on Instagram, I saw a really cool video with Joe Shimoda out at Loretta Lynn's, and he was filming stuff with a lot of young Fox Moto riders, and they were wearing the new Fox gear that was apparently designed by Joe, but here's what's really just cool about that. Young riders, many of them will never make it to the next level, and they're just out there doing a sport they love, and to see a guy that is a right now big deal in the game in Joe Shimoda. Out there absolutely giving an F about them and cheering them on and just talking to them is one of the coolest things you'll ever see. You have to love this sport and all of these wonderful kids like Joe Shimoda that are a part of it. Shout out to him, man. Way to go, Joe. I am Stretch, another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big four nine. It is a stretch show on a hump day. The UFO Palooza is going to continue. You know what's crazy? I'm not going to get all the stories in that I have today. Uh, let's go into which one. I uh, here, here's a good here's a positive takeaway that will come from the hearings last week, and I love this one. This comes from News Nation. News Nation is the people that did the original interview with Grush, and they are legit on this topic. Uh, The guy, Ryan Graves, who was another one of the witnesses who testified last week, has said since the hearing (laughs) last week that, like, people are coming out of the woodwork now to testify. And I I have another story here that I'm not going to get into, but they were talking about people who were scheduled to testify last week when uh, uh, Pilot uh, Graves and Grush and uh, the other dude uh, testified there before Congress. And he said that the Pentagon, straight-up Pentagon people, were calling them, intimidating them, and basically saying, your career is over, what are you doing, da-da-da-da-da. And then people pulled out. There were more than those three witnesses last week, and they pulled out after direct and immediate uh, bullying and intimidation coming from the Pentagon. So the fact that we've got a story now... That this guy, remember Graves, that's his thing. He just wants pilots to come forward. He wants people to have a safe place to just say what I saw. Like, I don't know what it was, but this is what it was. and, And let people know and not carry that stigma and not get demoted or grounded or lose your job or be shamed or laughed at or made fun of or anything like that. It's like, hey, I'm in the sky. I'm a pilot. I saw something I can't explain. Here's what it was. Boom, boom, boom. And let's investigate. Well... According to him, he says for him to be under oath in a way it was empowering to him and it showed people that he was being as honest as he could because he had to be and it's inspired a lot of people, according to that. says since the hearing, there has been an influx of people coming to safeaerospace.org, which is the website he is the founder of to try to create safe aerospace for you know, fighter pilots flying around not to get crashed into by UFOs. He says it is uh, a place where pilots and the people have joined with uh, support for that conversation. A lot of those pilots have shared their stories. A lot of those pilots uh, are going on the record. There have been a number of commercial pilots that have recently signed up and they have been confirming some of their sightings. And this guy says it's a really, really good thing. So he is happy that... This is now being like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna come, those guys came forward. So those three dudes, as brave and ballsy as they were to come forward, have really opened the doors for other people with similar stories and other craziness to also come forward. And you don't have to be a military guy, a former CIA guy. You can be an airline pilot, you know, or just a a regular pilot, you know, private pilot who just has his own little plane, come forward. You're in the sky, you see something you don't know, report it, and that is the place to do it. So, very, very cool. One of the guys on the Discovery Channel that I like, Ben Henson, he's like a UFO dude. Uh, he says he has similar experience that he recently attended a pilots conference after the UFO congressional hearing, and he said people were literally lining up to talk to him. He says every five minutes he was getting reports from people, and some of them, he say, were extraordinary. And this is all, all because of the hearings last week and this is why i did this show to really the reason i did the show today who's listening to the show hopefully a lot of people but the fact that they listen to it and they're like hey this is real this isn't being treated as a joke these people aren't mocking this this is a real situation i've seen something before i saw this and you can feel okay to talk about it i will tell you a year and a half ago when i saw what i saw i said to a co-worker and the first thing they said was you're really sleepy huh because i was working overnight. People still tell me I was drunk the morning I saw the ghost at dawn as I woke up out of bed. Uh, Apparently I was drunk and my uh, ex-wife was also drunk who was laying there as well because she saw it at the same time. So it's the first thing you're going to do. You're going to get laughed at, but people come forward and people talk and people will push the conversation and push the conversation. And those brave people that come forward first will be the pioneers that, that really break this wall down and... Force the truth embargo to to be here, because and that's happening. That's a little bit happening, and that's good news. So hopefully these people can report it. They're obviously not going to report it to Arrow because you can't get a hold of them, and there's no way to report to them. You report to MUFON, but I believe they're in bed with Arrow. So, I don't know. I'm not 100% on MUFON. I'm not 100% on anybody that's worked for the Pentagon either. I'm, I'm Eerie and suspicious of everyone on this topic because everyone has ulterior motives and everyone is a scumbag and people lie and people are pieces of poo. So that is my talk on UFOs. Let's get back to Danger Boy Deegan in the final hour and then I'll wrap it up and go home. I thank you for uh, grinning and bearing it with me today as I talked all UFOs all the time here on the Stretch Show on a hump day. It's the Big Four Nine. Big Four Nine. It's the end of UFO Palooza. It is time for the stretch. I read to go home, get back tomorrow for the Thursday show. Tomorrow, I think I'll make to throw in a little Hunter Lawrence in the mix. A little Hunter Lawrence, a little Danger Boy Deegan. Get our 250 Washougal on. Next week, I'm going to play some old reruns of Moto interviews because next week I'm going to be out of interviews. I tell you, it is Slim Pickens trying to come up with stories for the Moto Minutes right now. I just got to sit here and try to pick fights with Ricky Carmichael. And Wee Man going to fight him for me. Shout out to Wee Man. Oh, man. Crazy, crazy. So I hope maybe somebody gets motivated from the talk of UFOs. Um, coming up next, in all seriousness, next as in next chapter of the Stretch Up Rooney I am uh, gonna end the show here on the 49 for on the uh, August 25th, and I'm dead serious. I love this place. I love these guys. They are my homies, and I love doing it. I just phys- I physically can't, I can't do it anymore. My health is bad and it's getting worse, so I I, I physically can't do it anymore. I can't run this schedule anymore three years of working seven days a week to some degree there's been some days where i just work a little but every single day we got to do something for this radio station there's no days off i'm not getting any younger i'm not getting any more rest i'm not working any less hard in my main job as always I'm, i'm a workhorse and i can't do it anymore and i am uh going to dedicate my newfound free time that I'm not doing this radio show to uh, working out and getting healthy and better. And I am going to document that journey and I have a new idea of how I'm going to do it. So there will be a a YouTube channel. There will be some stuff that I'm going to be doing and I'm going to, hopefully instead of tearing people down in my sick and twisted uh, demented humor, I am going to tear myself down and humble myself, and hopefully try to motivate some people to do what I'm doing, to get it back together, to get their life back, to get their health back, to put themselves first. And that's what I am doing, and that is coming. So we're down, about three weeks left of the stretch show. I'll give you all the details on that new project when we get a little closer to it. In the meantime, I'll talk to you tomorrow. No UFOs tomorrow, I promise. Until then, God bless you all. God bless
1: the United States of America.